But we're back, baby. We're back for another uh, dose of Caesar. Here we go. Dose of Caesar. Dose of Caesar. Dose of Caesar. All right. Today's blog post is called Five Tips to a to What? What the fuck did I name it? Five Tips to a Life-Changing... Oh, it should be Five Tips for... All right. Five Tips for... A life-changing college experience. Five five tips for a life-changing college experience. Five tips to have. To have a life-changing college experience. Here we go. Five tips to have a life-changing college experience. Here's the advice I would give myself as a college freshman almost five years ago. Then I have a picture of, uh, what do we got here? A laptop, a notebook, and some backpacks. <laughs> a backpack. Tip number one, read five pages a day every day. Reading has been the biggest game changer for me in the last three years. These are the four books I read during the last two years of my college career that changed the way I live my life. Spark by John Ratey. Spark shifted my thinking about exercise from it's something I want to do to it's something I need to do. Book two is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Why We Sleep made me understand why sleep was my ultimate tool for learning and looking better. After reading this book, after reading this book, sl- comma, sleep became priority, which forced me to build a more disciplined daily schedule. Third book is Models by Mark Manson. After years of holding back from showing who I really was when I met new people, this book made me realize that being myself was my biggest social asset. More importantly, this shift in, in mentality made it easier for me to talk to talk to and flirt with women that I was attracted to. Book number four is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Atomic Habits is the book that gave me structure for how to live my life. I had always wanted to to constantly get better, but never had but but I never but I never had an effective system to learn skills. After reading this book, I understood how to build skills and get better every day. It only takes one sentence in a book to change your way of thinking, which will change your which will change your life. Read every day. Five pages a day is the way I began to read consistently. You only have to read five pages to win for the day. If you want to read more, which often you will, which you often will, then great. But if you are but you are not obligated to. If you hate a book, take some of Tim Ferriss's advice and stop reading it. Only read books about subjects that you are interested in learning more about. All right, tip number two, journal. Then I have a quote that says, the mind is made to generate thoughts and ideas, not to store them. By, I forgot who said that. This quote seems to be true. Keeping thoughts in your mind, especially important ones, takes, I need to add a comma there. 
and then add an S, especially important ones, keeping thoughts in your mind, especially important ones. Take up value men valuable mental valuable mental resources that could be used to be used for more learning. If you have a problem, write about it. If you're excited about something, write about it. If you're going through a rough period, write about it. Journaling is a conversation with yourself. But unlike those that you have in your mind, a conversation you can read on paper is much easier to analyze objectively. When you can analyze your thoughts more objectively, it is easier to find your next course of action on the matter. Seeing your thoughts on paper also makes it easy to understand the way you think. This is important because you can begin to see when you are overthinking things, being overdramatic, or running into any of your other habitual tendencies that add unnecessary stress to your life. Buy a journal that you can carry with you to class. These journals will also serve as time capsules for you, which will allow you to which will allow you to see how much you have grown over the next 4 years. Try to buy something that will last you for many years to come. My go-to notebook used to be the extra large moleskin notebooks, but now I prefer the Dingbats notebooks. Uh, these Dingbats notebooks. This is a side note. That's not in the. That is not in the uh, blog. Are actually really fucking cool. They've got this little animal in the front. They've got a lot of character. I like them. They're all different colors. They have like a shit ton of different colors. And they all have a little different animal imprinted on them. And I don't know why that made me want to get them all. <laughs> anyway, tip number three, one primary organization and two backups. There are so many new things to try in college. My advice is to choose three organizations that really interest you. After the first meeting, drop the ones that you don't that you do not like and replace them with other organizations you were, you were interested in. Decide which one will be your primary organization for that semester. This primary organization is the one that you will prioritize over all the organizations by attending as many of their events and meetings as you can. The purpose of this is to go deep into learning whatever skill the organization will teach you. Trying to balance all three orgs along with school will probably result in you being one of the, one of the background characters of the organization. By focusing primarily on on one organization, you will also build deeper relationships. The two backup organizations are insurance for the event that's somewhere along the along the semester. The two backup organizations are insurance in case that somewhere in the case that oh there you go. Two the two backup organizations are insurance in the case that somewhere along the semester you lose interest in the primary one. If you no longer if you no longer are interested in the organization, drop it. Stay, staying longer will result in time wasted that you could have used to find something you love. Here are a, here are a couple of mistakes I made in my college years when dealing with organizations. Number 1, I did not commit to one organization and ended up trying to be a part of several organizations. This resulted in me being someone no one really knew. I also did not learn much from my time spent at the meetings I attended. Number two, I stayed deeply involved in an organization for an entire semester, even though I hated it. This was my least favorite semester in college because I wasted time and energy that I could have 
used to learn Latin dance, which is something that I loved. Now we're moving on to tip number four. Invest in exercise. Exercise is the cure to your stress. If you can make your primary organization one that deals with learning a physical skill, such as a sport or some type of dance, you will not only develop camaraderie with new people who are, who are there to learn the same skill, but you will also get the psychological benefits of exercise. For more on these benefits, I recommend reading the book Spark or Googling the summary of the book. The biggest of these benefits is reducing your stress. Oh, the biggest of these benefits... <sighs> that sounds wrong. The biggest of these benefits is reducing your stress, lifting your mood, and increasing your ability to focus throughout your day. Whether your organization involves doing something physical or not, I still recommend picking up a daily exercise routine so that you can experience these benefits every day. Somehow I got to fix that sentence. All right. Continuing with the, with the, uh, I'm so <laughs> with the, what is this? The article. I'm sorry. It's late. These benefits are why I say you should invest time in exercise. Why you should invest in exercise, time in exercise. Why you should invest in exercise. Although money helps make some physical activities more accessible, it is not necessary. One of my new favorite ex exercise routines involves nothing but my body weight. And then I have a link to a body weight book, which might not be the thing, the right thing to have a link to. As I just said, you don't need to spend money, but I just wanted to show that you don't have to have, that, that you can use your body weight. Anyway, continue. Use this time in college to find something physical that you love because there is something out there for everyone. Do this and you will benefit from it even after college. All right. I'm going to take a quick pause right here as before we get to number five. The biggest of these benefits is reducing your stress. Some of these benefits are... Some of these... Are reducing your stress, lifting your mind. All right, whatever. Uh, tip number five: rapidly expand your social circle. Who you spend your time with will affect who you become. It is important to in actively engage with people who find you, who you find interesting. People you meet in class and in your organization will be the easiest to connect with because you will see them on a consistent basis. Consistency with your interactions is the key to building a deeper relationship. After establishing some comfort with new people, um, I'm gonna restart that sentence. After establishing some comfort with new people, with new people, you meet to invite them to do what the fuck did I write there? Right, this one is a terrible sentence. After establishing some comfort with new people, with the people you meet. After establishing some comfort with new people, after establishing some comfort with these new people, invite them to join you in an activity or event outside of the setting you met them in. This will deepen the relationship further. Repeat this process until you find yourself hanging around people you find interesting and that you connect with until you find yourself mo 
spending most of your time around. There you go. Spending most of your time around people you find interesting and that you connect with. If you want to change who you are, then begin by realizing that you are most like that you are the average. Let's just put the average, you know? I didn't want to copy Tim Ferriss, but you know what? I mean, the idea came from him, so why not just fucking put the idea there? If you want to change who you are, then begin by realizing that you are the average of the people you spend most of most of your time with. Above all, just enjoy the ride. Okay, and that was the um, that was today's uh, blog post. I'm sorry, I'm like editing while I'm talking, but you know what? There's like one listener, so whatever, you know. I'm sure you enjoyed it either way. So here's what we're gonna do next. Tim Ferriss got into like this hand pan music stuff. He's like a hand pan looks like a UFO. But anyway, it's really good music to actually like study and I don't and write. Yeah. So like I use it when I write. It's pretty good. It's like there's these videos on YouTube. You search up hand pan music and they're like three hours long. And it's just like pretty calming, nice music to write to. There's this guy. On YouTube, his name is Dave Portnoy. I think that's his name. He's the founder of Barstool Sports. Anyway. Holy fuck. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. Okay. Hold up. Hold up. Um, I'm going to finish that thought. Dave Portnoy, he does pizza reviews. Okay. He used to do pizza reviews in New York. He was trying like he everywhere he goes, but mostly in New York. He does like a pizza review every week. And they're pretty entertaining because he's funny. And he's like, he actually doesn't really care what people think. And he's kind of a, kind of like a frat guy, a real bro. He's a real bro who's like, just tell you, tells it how it is. Kind of a dick. Actually, a, he's a dick. But he's fucking funny. And so when the coronavirus started, he started doing pizza reviews of frozen pizzas. This popped off. He gets about 250,000 views every day. 250,000 views every video. And so in the beginning, it was just pizzas he would buy. Right? And uh, this is now week two. Then, like, on, on day three, people started sending him boxes. Some pizza companies were like, try our pizza. So he would send them frozen pizzas. And he's like, yeah, thank you. And then some people started sending gifts. Now we fast forward about two weeks later. The man gets... About 150 packages a day. 150 packages a day. Every pizza company in the world wants him to review it because he's basically giving it free advertising. Um, but just the amount of boxes. People are just sending him gifts because they just all want advertising and they just want... Um, I mean, they want to send them something. So he does these... Um, in the beginning, he was doing unbo- he was doing the pizza review and then he would do unboxing. Because it wasn't that many packages. It was like 5, 10, 15. But then it got into the hundreds. And so now he does these um, live streams where he just unboxes for like two hours. And he just has all these gifts that people send them. Vodka, alcohol, weapons, food, 
gag gifts. They're sending him dildos and stuff. And he's kind of like doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he says, I've created a monster that I don't know how to stop. <laughs> People are sending him like delivery. They they order food and they have it delivered to his apartment. First of all, I, I don't know how they're getting his address, but it's pretty entertaining to watch. Um, I recommend searching it up. Now, I read a little headline right now that I'm scared about because I was on YouTube. I just pulled up YouTube to read the guy's name, Dave Port Portnoy, whatever the fuck it is. And then there was a Joe Rogan video that said the UFC is. <gasps> oh, no. Damn. The UFC has been postponed. Dana White, the president of the UFC, was going hard. And what I mean by when I say he was going hard was that I mean amongst the coronavirus, right? You know, we're in the pandemic. He was still trying to make the UFC 249 card happen. Now, this was the big card that I was excited about. Khabib versus Tony. Everyone's excited about it. That fell through because Khabib is in Russia. He's not coming. But Dana was like, we're still having the fights. We're going to replace Khabib with somebody else. They had a fighter. Dana bought an island or something, or the UFC bought an island. They were going to have a fucking a fight in the island. They were going to fly out all the fighters to an island. And just right now, UFC 249 has been canceled. All UFC events postponed indefinitely due to COVID-19. Dana White says he was ready to promote the event, but things were taken out of his control. Wow. That is sad and probably the smart move <sighs> well the grind continues eh um my roommate alex is watching this awesome movie about um real estate where these um it's two black men in like the 50s or something it was before like like uh, uh there was still jim crow laws and stuff and they, these black men, start buying like houses. At least one of them does. He starts doing really good, and then he finds another black guy who's uh, played by um, what's his name, Samuel Jackson. And they start making deals together, and they get really rich in California. And then, but the the main guy is from like Texas, so he wants to like build a bank. He wants to buy a bank. Um, from his hometown, but Texas is like really racist apparently in this movie. So then they use this one of their friends that they've been using the whole time. They use this guy. They have a white like friend who's like their employee as the face to buy all these things. And then, uh, yeah, you know, just a bunch of trouble ensues because they buy, they, they buy a bank in, um, in Texas where it's really racist quite a bit quite an interesting movie and it makes me really want to get into real estate it was awesome to watch them get like super rich in like two seconds <laughs> oh man another thing that i've been getting into is chess holy shit i've been watching a lot of like chess videos of like got people breaking down famous games like bobby fisher versus whoever the fuck and like these other people that i don't know but it's like whoa whoa like 
me and Alex play chess every day. And I whoop Alex's ass because, I mean, it's just the way it's going to happen. You know, I'm, I'm whooping ass, right? I'm, ha- I'm out here. I'm out here handing ass whoopings in Austin, Texas. But then I play my little brother and my little brother whoops my ass. You know, he just straight up just returns the fucking face. I can't even get close to beat my little brother. And it pisses me off. So I began to study chess. All right. Because I want to know. Like what I don't I don't think I understand the game. And after watching these breakdowns, I realize I don't understand the game. It's incredible watching these breakdowns. Incredible how like they see these elaborate moves that affect uh, that affect the entire board. You know, when I move a piece, I'm usually thinking of one or two pieces. One or two of my pieces, one of maybe three of my pieces, maybe four <laughs> of my pieces. Um, and that's that's extreme. And then I'm thinking of maybe two or three or four of his pieces. But these guys kind of like understand how they're all connected at all times. Like these these pro players understand like I move this piece and it's going to be safe there and then it's going to be attacking this position, which then I'm going to be able to move this piece to attack there. Oh, my God. It's incredible. It gets me excited. And I look forward to uh, to learning a lot more and kicking my my younger brother's ass in uh, in in chess one day, one day. Um, I also started to um, work in Lightroom, uh, edit my pictures. I've been editing my pictures the 10th day I upload a picture. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, I've learned some quick tricks to make uh, any picture look a lot more vibrant. But there's still, like, certain things that I can't get rid of, such as, like, um, like there's this haziness sometimes, like, from the sun that I can't get rid of. Um, and I... I think that sometimes I bring out the colors a little too much. I saturate them a little too much, so it looks a little fake. Um, and so I'm tr- and I'm trying to learn to to like work with Photoshop. I think I could do it in Lightroom too. But what I'm trying to do is that I want to isolate the subject. I want to isolate the subject in my picture so that I can like so that I can bring out the colors of the subject as well. It's been a lot of learning. It's been really cool. Um, yeah, I'm just learning, learning a lot. Um, it's currently 61 degrees in our apartment. We're keeping it cold. We're keeping it ice fucking cold because my roommate started reading this book on Wim Hof. I love Wim Hof and he got all inspired. And now we're for the last five days, we've been living in below 65 degree weather and outside is like 90. And oh, yeah. I think that's all I got for you. It is one a.m. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you. I I know exactly how we got here. How we got here to one a.m. I um went into a YouTube trap. That's my biggest weakness. I don't have my phone. I'm very productive unless I go into YouTube. Uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, I hope I'm recording this because I don't see the little. Oh, another thing. I'm listening to the book 
the right of a lifetime lessons as the CEO of Walt Disney written by Robert Iger, the CEO of Walt Disney. Pretty freaking good book. Pretty good um, audiobook. I have this blog post that I want to do about getting free audiobooks and books. And it just involves like signing up for Audible for the free membership to get two free audiobooks. And then signing up for the other like Audible's competitors, which I think is like audiobooks.com. And then you'll get two free books. And then there's, I was looking today because I wanted to find, is there like a company that is like the Netflix of audiobooks and books where you can just, you know, you have a, a shit ton of great books that you can read for an entire month, right? For like one flat fee. There is, and it's called the Scribd, S-C-R-I-B-D. They also offer a free trial where they give you free books. And so then you can get free books there and there's other companies and I just think you get a shit ton of free books and I've been getting free books all the time because I, um, every three to four months, so I'll, I'll get every three or four months, I'll get like an offer from audible, like, Hey, come back. We'll give you a free book. All right, cool. Sometimes two, but yeah, like every three to four months, sometimes six months, the, the audible will come through with the offer. Just give me free books. And of course, oh man, they got me hooked. I love audiobooks and I'll just buy like two or three <laughs> sometimes. But these free books, it's the move, baby. It's the move. All right. Good night for tonight. It was good. It was good. <laughs>